Well, it's that time again. Welcome back, everybody. All are welcome. All are welcome from all walks of life to the Bro Cave. You're listening to the Brocast with the Southern Sabretooth. And if you're wondering where that guy is, well, hey, nice to meet you. I'm right here. I'm your host for the evening. And welcome to your possibly new favorite podcast. Hope everybody's doing good right now, whatever part of the day you're in. You know, if you're like right after lunch, got like that weird lunch hangover. You ever have a lunch hangover? Yeah, it happens. You know, lunch is great. You know, one of my favorite things in the world, you know, getting uh, non-sober, that's also fun. You know, you got to be careful with that, though. So lunch is kind of like, in, in a lot of people's eyes, the the risk-free getting drunk. You know, like you're not getting drunk, you're getting full and satisfied with you know, malicious food. But there's no downside. Yeah, there is. You can still get hung over from lunch. It's when you're just super groggy and don't want to move. Ugh. Somebody just put that on my desk. I'll get to it later. Never. Jim, not happening. You just want to sleep forever. If you're in one of those lunch hangovers, snap out of it, broski. That's what I'm here for. I'm here to give you a little jolt of excitement and a little bit of entertainment sprinkled in there. So, hey, welcome to the Bro Cave. It's what we're all about. So, you know, here's something that I noticed. Uh, I hope that a lot of these listeners out here are college students because, hey, college is awesome. Uh, best time of my life uh, so far. And, It'll, it'll, it'll always be up there on the scale, always. Uh, you know, the only thing that was right there when you get to the end of college, like your last semester or two, or even like right after you graduate, like that fresh, weird in-between period, like that summer, you just got your degree, but now you're like, well, what the hell do I do? You know, uh, a lot of us are getting to that point. You know, uh, a lot of my bros, you know, we go out the other day talking and, and you know you've gotten old when – you don't talk about this crazy thing that's going on on Twitter, you know, because, hey, we all have Twitter war stories. We all like to keep up with the Twitter wars with all of our friends, rival fraternities, chicks, mainly chicks, you know. I mean, it's it's how we keep our intel, you know. Ladies, give us some good content. Guys, do the same. It's how we all keep in touch, you know. We need intel when we go out. Okay, you don't just go to the bar. You got to study. It's like anything else. Come on, you know this. You should be in college. <laughs> but anyways, uh it goes from, you know, when we go out, we get so excited about what's happening on Twitter. We get so excited about what's happening with intramurals, with just anything on campus, really. And then just any other carefree thing like, dude, I bought so much weed last night and got the best deal. Like, that's something to get excited about. Well, now we get excited about things like, yeah, you know, so they're offering me, you know, this, this pretty sweet benefits package. I really think I ought to jump on that. Need to start saving up for that retirement now, you know. I just got an awesome deal on a new truck. Uh, the uh, the note on this thing, oh, superb. We're getting excited over insurance and all that. And, hey, I'm not going to say we're totally old yet, but it comes in waves, guys. We're getting hit by the first wave. Well, I figured I would bring up a really important topic here, a nice little tidbit of wisdom. You're welcome. Here's the nugget for you. It's that when you take a good resume as the base here and then just – lightly sprinkle over it with some good pizzazz and a nice live presentation, you know, really wow these bosses, look sharp, be sharp, walk in like you own the place. When you mix those two things together and not come off like a huge D-bag, don't go overboard here, fellas, you know. Don't don't over-sauce it. You want to lightly sauce it. It's a little bit of D-bag juice there. <laughs> when you combine it together, it makes for the perfect recipe and it's going to be what gets you that job, you know. Remember, there's some things that can go on a on a good resume that can go either way. They can hurt you. You know, they can definitely help you, but they can also hurt you at the same time, depending on what you did after that. 
perfect example fraternity honors oh my god great story here so got a friend he goes in and he has this this sweet resume and like a nice uh leather bound thing got a nice top of the line suit on he's wearing a badge all this stuff you know got a little jewelry on and real quick i don't know what your stance is on male jewelry but when done tastefully it does not look fruity at all. Don't worry about it, guys. The gaydar shouldn't trigger. You know, you should be able to bypass setting off anyone's gaydar uh, by just being tasteful with it. Just think that, hey, I'm a baller, okay? I am going to work for you, and we're going to get them M's is what you need to be conveying to the boss here. But again, lightly sprinkled. Don't be a douche canoe about it. And got to put on your best smell good, you know? Everyone's a little bit, you know, different on preference. Of course, ladies, you're going to want to wear some perfume that just smells sultry as hell, but not like strip club sultry, like, oh my God, what is that angelic smell that's just pulling out all of my man instincts and is making me want to go straight caveman right now? Ah, You know, maybe not that quite over the top, but you're getting what I'm trying to say here. Guys, my scent strategy has always been to go in smelling like just just a cleaned, polished, manly-ass man. I mean, I'm talking like I want to convey the scent of, hey, you know, I'm secretly a badass even though I look super fresh and kind of rich right now. I'm probably not. I'm definitely not that second one, but you'll never know because I smell like a freaking movie star. I find you can tell a lot about a person from their smell, as, you know, animal-like as that sounds. I mean, shit, I mean, you are listening to a guy that calls himself the Sabretooth, so there you go. But uh, for real, though, like, you ever just smell someone and be like, this dude smells like he just got done hitting the weights and took a nice Axe body wash soak down sesh in the shower, you know, just completely covered in it, and just, yeah, you know, you want to smell fresh, yeah, chiseled, you know what I mean? Like, like kind of almost on the brink of gay man neat, but still, like, single bachelor hints in there saying, I really don't give a damn. Your future employer smells and gets the right message, you're already making good headway there. I know that's a lot of information for that, but, hey, you know, I do all the dissecting and the fact-checking so you don't have to. Anyways, oh, yeah, yeah, hell, uh, what was I talking about there? Um, my buddy's uh, adventure here, you know, we kind of got off path there, but, hey, we're kind of... uh. We're kind of on our own little adventure, aren't we, out there in podcast land? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, so my buddy's experience here, his adventure is I like to... With his first big-time, big-boy pants job interview, he's going in there like he's about to you know, run for governor. And I'm thinking, dude, you've already got me beating the interview game. I show up in my nicest pair of jeans and, you know, a T-shirt that says, you know, doesn't literally say this, but conveys, hey, you know, I'm, I'm here to party. But I can get the job done, pal. You know, you got to wear something fun and graphic, depending on the job, of course. So anyways, he goes in in this nice suit, and he's got all these fraternity honors from our fraternity, Sigma Nu. And um, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, dude, that's cool and all, and you're going to make this work. They're going to see it and be like, okay, well, this guy climbed to the top of that ladder. But what if you, you would have really messed up and, like, gotten fired from a job beforehand, but after you got the honor – or people are going to see that now and be like, says here the highest ranking thing you've ever done is, you know, get honored by a fraternity. Or you're just like the best at chugging beers. I mean, could you do the boob longer than anybody else? Did you drink two-fifths and not die? 
I mean, is that what that's for? You know, so you went from looking like an up-and-comer to a burnt-out star. You know, that's what those things are for. They're like, hey, corporate America, this is our next generation of hustlers, man. These are the people that can get you those M's. These are the people that's going to set your business on fire. But then, you know, when potential turns into, oh, well, that didn't pan out, you know, you can kind of, you know, come back to get you. It's a dated award, you know, like the Connect from Xbox. Guys, don't be the Connect. We thought that that's how games were going to always be played. You were going to be the controller. We then found out, you know, there's controllers for a reason because this body of mine, uh, we're not in the 22nd century, dumbasses. Uh, it, this is just a camera watching my every move, and it's really not as accurate as, you know, Tron, the movie, like you're trying to make me think. So, yeah, guys, don't be the connect. Don't be something with a lot of potential and then turn out to be a laughing stock that you can find in the bargain bin just a short few years later. Moving on, like I said, it's all about presentation when you're talking to the boss. You know, like a lot of people like to go in all humble and everything and being like, yes, sir, yes, sir, no, ma'am. You know, basically just uh, being what I like to a Charmin Ultra Tooth, which means you are kissing so much ass, your teeth now look like toilet paper. And, you know, that's all well and good. Some people like that. But how I've always gotten ahead, prime example, I would walk into my boss's office first day, you know, I've, I've, I've just walked in to get the interview, you know, I've not even a done deal yet. I'm in a radio station. I see the boss and he's like, well, uh, can I help you? First thing you say. Can I help you? Game changer. They're going to think you're being a smart ass at first, but give it a few seconds to sink in, and they're like, huh, this might be our one-stop shop. Everybody wants a one-stop shop. Less labor, okay, less labor costs. You know, don't go cheap labor. Just go all-in-one labor. It's a package deal with me, you know what I mean? So in a manner of speaking, I whip my thing out and put it on his desk. You know, not really because that would be an assault charge, but boom, there it is on the desk. You want to hear some clips? I got him. Need to see a resume? Totally got it. Did I have to pay off my last boss to give me a good review? Possibly. It's possible. So, hey, guys, if you have a bunch of bad reviews, a little cash, maybe a few perks, we can fix that. They just have to tell your new hopeful boss what they want to hear. But remember, that doesn't work 100% of the time. I'd say more like a solid 6.9% of the time. And there you have it, folks. Follow those steps, and you have a pretty good chance of getting the job you want fresh out of college. And if you're right in the middle or just starting college, hey, man, have a good time. But not too good a time because, hey, that stuff's like credit card debt. It'll come back and kick your ass one day. You know, lessons learned, guys. Learn from them, but, hey, have fun learning them, which means, hey, if you mess up, it's all good, dude. It's just another party. We'll be right back after a quick music break. You're listening to the broadcast with the Southern Sabretooth.
woman You may be a natural woman you everybody to the broadcast i'm the master of ceremonies your host your main bro the southern saber tooth <laughs> everybody that was a wall nation i know i know what you're probably thinking a wall nation isn't that just like the sale guy you know we all don't want to be tied down to one thing we don't want to be labeled but yeah he's the sale guy i'm gonna go ahead and label him but you know he also has other good stuff too just like that one which was woman woman you know just a real passion song that's like when you're really getting into it with your girl, you know, and like both of y'all are just trading shots like Rocky and Apollo, you know, going at it like this argument has money riding on the line, trying to keep each other in line. But at the same time, everything that you're saying is just, it, it's kind of coming off as compliments, just really loud, unnecessarily enthused compliments. That's the overall vibe that I'm getting from that song's chorus. But hey, it works. It's a beautiful, beautiful masterpiece if you ask this guy. It's what I like to call the Kenny Powers method. You know, you don't want to quit yelling because then that means that you lost the fight. And then at some point you have to ask yourself, is this even still a fight? Fake fighting. Like fake news. Don't trust it. By the way, thank you, Kenny Powers, for just giving us so many seasons worth of wisdom with HBO's Eastbound and Down. If you haven't seen it yet, you might want to do that. It's only one of the greatest fucking things ever. But anyways, uh, AWOL Nation, he kind of looks like John Travolta, you know, like a like a skinnier millennial john travolta you know he's got some got some highlights in his do you know could you imagine if those were a thing in the 70s disco fever would probably give me actual fever i think disco with guy lights it's just too much too much weirdness for one generation i think my body would get sick from watching that uh if you agree well then you just got a little bit of sense <laughs> anyway and if you don't agree hey it's america that's what's great about it freedom so uh anyways John Travolta, that is one guy whose weight shifts all the time, you know. Uh, I always thought, hey, he must be really healthy. And if he's not healthy, he's, you know, like, like, I mean, just look at him. He'll go from, you know, slim and skinny to looking like he's a few sandwiches away from just being fat and then looking fine again. I think think he might be on the Hollywood diet plan, which is just tons of drugs. (laughs) Kids, drugs are great, but do them responsibly. You know, don't be that guy that's on the news, you know. Don't do that. And also, you know, hey, if it requires a needle, you should just see that as a hell of a red flag. It's like two of my heroes, Jay and Silent Bob, always used to say, get lit, don't shoot shit. That's some real words of wisdom there. 
That's also good for, uh, you know, gun safety. But anyways, yeah, hey, who knows if John Travolta does that on his own time. I don't blame him. He lived through the 70s. It's a great time. It's a time to be alive. You know, I've been hearing that statement a lot. It's a time to be alive. You know, like, like I asked one of my old fraternity brothers one time, we were just talking about how how awesome our college years were and just, just how many times we narrowly avoided probably getting arrested and making some very bad life decisions that all turned out good for us, you know. Who doesn't love the glory years? I'm, I mean, I'm not even that old. Don't know why I'm referring to them as that. It's a few years ago still right now to me. But he said it was a time to be alive. And I'm thinking, well, isn't that like any time? That's like all the time, you know. There's air to breathe. The birds are chirping. You know, you can see. You can feel. I mean, even if you can't see and feel, you're still existing. That is a time to be alive. They're all times to be alive. So you could say it was a great time to be alive. What a time to be alive. But if you just say it was a time to be alive, dude, you're not putting enough info into the system. Then you get on, get on to me for looking at you like you're a dumbass. Well, hey, maybe the finger for once is being pointed in the right situation. It's being pointed in the right direction. Remember that, bros. Remember. Be specific. And if you're not specific enough, don't get mad at your homies for calling you out. We're dudes. It's what we do. We don't want you to look like a dumbass. So we have to be the asshole sometime. Just letting you guys know that's how the world works. <laughs> you just got socially educated, son. Now, while that's sinking in, go ahead and enjoy this next little music break. Here's a little mix-up, mash-up. You know, I love mash-ups. Combines the best of yesterday with... Well, what we consider the best today, some of it kind of questionable, but there's no doubt this one. Hey! Raindrop, drip, drop top, drop top, smoking, no cooking, the hot pot. Cooking, fucking on your bitch, yeah, that, that, that. Cooking up dope in the crock pot. pot. We came from nothing to something, nigga. Hey! I don't try nobody to the trigger. Nobody. Call up the gang and they come and get gang. Call me a river, get you with tissue. Hey! Bad and bullshit, bad. Cooking up dope with a oozy. My niggas are savage, ruthless. We got thudders and hundred rounds too. My bitch is bad and bullshit. Cooking up dope with a oozy. My niggas are savage, ruthless. We got thudders and hundred rounds too. All set. Rackets on rackets, got backers on backers. I'm riding around in a coupe. I take your bitch right from you. You bitch, I'm a dog. Get down her walls, loose. Hop in the fall, they bitch to come come for me. Come for me. I swear these niggas is under me. Hey. The hate and the devil keep jumping me. Jumping me. Arrows on me keep me company. Cash. Hey, we did the most, most. Yeah, pull up and goes. Yeah, my diamonds are choker. Ah. Holding up, I with no holster. Ah. Get the ruler, diamond cooler, cooler. It's a roller, not a mula. Hey. Dabbing on them like the usual. Dab. Magic with the free voodoo. Magic. Court side with a bad bitch. bitch. Then I send the bitch through Uber. Go. I'm young and rich and plus I'm bougie. Hey. I'm not stupid, so I keep the ooze. On records, get back as I'm back as so my money making my back. Ah. You niggas got a low act rate. We from the north, yeah, that way. No. That cookie blood in the ashtray. You bitches just nothing no smash that. Hop in the left, have a drag race. Stay. I let them birds take a bath, baby. <laughs> Raindrop, drip, drop top, drop top, smoking, no cooking, the hot pot. Cooking, on your bitch, yeah. Yeah. Told you. Did I not tell you? Welcome back to the broadcast. Of course, I am your brotastic host, the Southern Sabretooth. <laughs> well, all you hip-hop and R&B fanatics, it finally happened. Yeah? Yeah, I know. You've probably been all over your Twitters and stuff, keeping up with the situation involving Cardi B and, of course, Offset from the Migos. And by situation, I mean they just had a baby girl. Yeah, there is love in hip-hop, guys. Gangsters, there's a paradise out there. I mean, hey, you get to 
you get to do the thing with Cardi B. You know, you get to go to town with her just about every night and also be a dad. That's a pretty nice little package deal. Now, of course, they are both in hip-hop culture, so uh, not mocking hip-hop culture, but just saying, is it really the best family environment for a child? Uh, let me just save you the pondering. Hell no. I had to get real Southern with that one. Hell no. Okay, but hey, you know, I mean, all I'm saying is they could probably make it work. You know, I'm thinking, what's the worst that could happen? Uh, oh, which, oh, you're going to love the name, by the way. Cardi has decided to name the kid Culture. Little baby girl named Culture with a K. Mortal Kombat style. We don't believe in C's anymore. That's so, that's so normal. Now, you know, but really, if you knew their real names, you can't see it as too big of a surprise. I mean, Cardi's name is Belcalis Marlinus Almanza, and that's what, I mean, I'm doing my damnedest to pronounce that. And then, of course, my boy Offset, I am a big Offset fan. You know, who would have thought to put one of the greatest wrestlers of all time in a good music video? Uh, Offset, you are a thinker, my friend. Well, anyways, his real name, of course, is Kiari Kendrell Cephas. Gets real southern, gets real redneck right at the end. Cephas. But anyways, look. What did you think was going to happen? They're going to name her Sarah or, you know, Jennifer? Hell no. It's going to have to be something weird. You've know, got to keep up the family tradition. So all I'm saying is little culture is going to walk in one day. Hey, Mom, 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 you know, I kind of went number two in the old diaper. You know what to do, Mom. Uh, as she's smoking the fattest of all doobies with, you know, somebody like Lil Wayne or Drake just casually, you know. Cool way to uh, grow up, but I don't know if it's for a toddler, you know what I mean? Uh, what's the worst that's going to happen, though? We're just going to breed the next generation of hard asses. You know, everything that we consider risque and taboo and illegal and super gangsta, I mean, it's going to be like, dude, I was literally doing that shit at four months old. I mean, come on. You know how my parents are? So this could either end really good or really bad, but let's put one in the chamber and spin, folks. Just where is our culture going? Not saying it's a bad place. I'm excited. And with that, that is going to be the end of another brotastic episode of the Brocast. I'm the Southern Sabretooth. Let me know what you think. Leave some comments. Send me some DMs. And of course, stay golden out there, guys. Hope everyone's living their best life. And if not, well, then do it already. It's your choice, man. Your choice. Until next time. <laughs>